we need the anointing of God. The anointing is that divine enablement of the Holy Ghost or the power of God to operate and function in our life. And some of us men need the anointing of God on our life to really be a father. We need the anointing of God in our life. Some of us business people, we need an anointing. You can go through the motion, and I don't want to go through the motion. You should want to be anointed. You're listening to the Anointed Leadership Podcast with Terry Lynn Scott. Subscribe today to start cultivating more leadership anointing in your life. Now here's your host, Terry Lynn Scott. Welcome to the Anointed Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Linscott. It is so great to be back with you again today, and I am so grateful that you are joining me on this podcast. Today, we are going to, over the next couple of uh, shows, we are going to bring you into the leadership conference that I just hosted this past October. And uh, I pray it's going to be a blessing to you. And so what I want to do is I'm going to just take you through a little bit about an intro of it, let you hear what we did in the conference, and then bring you right back to me where we can uh, elaborate on just maybe one or two thoughts. But before we do, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, if this is uh, your first time on the show or if you have not done so yet, please hit the subscribe button for me. Uh, I really appreciate that and the bell on certain platforms to be notified when we drop these uh, shows. We do this every other Thursday. And so if you're catching it on the Thursday, it drops live, then it'll be two weeks from now. So hit that button. Second of all, if the content is adding value to your life, uh, if there's a if there's a question that you have, hit us a, a comment or a review uh, on our podcast platforms. We really appreciate that. Thirdly, I'd like to ask you to do this. If it is adding value to you, please hit the share button. Share that with friends, family, coworkers, leaders that you know and respect, that you follow, or the people that are under you in leadership. Share this content. It really, I believe, is a blessing, not just to me, but it'll be a blessing to you as well as them. And lastly, I want to remind you of my website. It's terrylinscott.com. And on that website, there's uh, various things that you can uh, to, to connect with me, uh, send me information, chat with me, email me, uh, communicate to me some questions and answers things like that. Check out the website. I really appreciate that. As I said, today we're going to jump in and we're going to bring you into the conference uh, of our anointed leadership conference that my first annual that was this past October in 2022. And I really believe that what I dealt with in in the conference was vision and empowering people. And uh, the whole purpose was empowering people to run with the vision. And so the, the, we built a, a, a conference that was around that. And in it, I br- I'm bringing you into one of our sessions. Uh, this was the second day uh, that we did this and, and the second session of the day from the teaching aspect, and it was called Empowering Others. And I want to challenge you today as you listen to this, these, this excerpt of this conference that we all are in that place. We're coming into 2023. We are in a new place. We have excitement. We have a freshness that we've just come out of the holidays with. We're in the beginning of the year like everywhere the beginning of the year is always that like let's go let's push it's something new we're all starting we've done you know whether it's uh new year's resolutions we've created our own goals we've done business meetings with in leadership meetings and staff meetings with our team and we've casted the vision for 2023 i want to challenge you as a leader is that empowering others is is a vital aspect to allow your vision to grow and to flourish and to be successful Habakkuk 2 says, write the vision down, right? And then it says, uh, make it plain on tablets that he who reads it can run with it. The whole goal is allowing them to run unleashed. And that's, that's, that's the aspect I want to talk to you about today. And so as you jump into the podcast uh, and, and into the conference, enjoy it because I really believe there's some key points that I'm going to cause 
as say through the conference that I'd love for you to catch into. I want to talk to you about delegating or empowering others. And I think this is the key component, you know, with what Felix and Stacey was able to talk to you about. The hardest part in leadership is, especially when you will lead an organization or, or a ministry, a church or whatever it is, is actually de determining somebody that doesn't belong. They belong with you, they're in the wrong place. And that's a real hard part. But then it is also is how do you take people that are with you and give them permission to fail, permission to function and permission to take on ownership. And that's called empowering. And I think that's the thing that most leaders struggle with is most people, there's two types of leaders in my, in my opinion. Uh, and I've done a podcast on it. There, there are control driven leadership and there's those that are empowering driven. And there's the people that control are a boss mentality and nothing against the boss. Please hear what I'm saying. I'm not degrading the, the type. I'm just saying it's needed in both sides. But a control driven says, do this and only do this. Don't think, don't, don't ask, just do. And there's times for that. There are times that I don't want you to think. Like I have some interns right now and I don't want them to think. Right? I need to control what they do because if I give them permission to think, Holy moly, they're 16, 17 years old. They haven't lived life. They, they, they could destroy some things. So there's control there. But then there's people like a Stacy who has been in the ministry for 20 plus years. And I don't need to control. I need to empower and say, go. Because whatever she's going to, what she's learned over the last, I don't know how many years, 20 some years of her life is already experienced, she's already failed, she's already succeeded, she already has a birthing, she already has ownership of the ministry, right? And so I can trust that even in her worst mistakes, it's still not gonna affect us negatively, it's only gonna cause her to grow and us to grow. So there is control and there's empowering, and it's the two type. The most liberating type of leadership for leaders is empowerment. John Maxwell, one of the leadership gurus, says this, if you want to do a few small things right, do them yourself. But if you want to do great things and make a big impact, learn to delegate. And I'm not interested in doing small things. I'm not, a, I, I'm not interested in small anything. I'm like big, go big. Like the, our mayor texted me the other day and said, hey, I, congratulations on your all's uh, moving into that other building and da, da, da. And I texted him back. I said, mayor, it'll be the greatest building in the city of Radcliffe. There won't be a, build, be a building that looks like ours. It'll stand out. It'll be the best building. I don't do anything small. I can't stand mediocre. And so it, we're putting all kinds of money and effort into that thing. You'll drive by those, the street on 31W and it'll be a massive, I'm gonna remove those posts that have a sign and it's gonna be a really wide and really big full color LED screen. And when you drive by, they're gonna call and say, could you turn down the lights on the LED because it's blinding me? <laughs> no! Why? Because it's gonna be big and I wanna be big and I can't do it myself. You're gonna limit growth in your entity, your organization, your church, if you're trying to do it all yourself. And, you, and it's the hardest thing for leaders. Why? Because you are carrying, it's birthed on the inside of you. You see it when nobody else sees it and you think they won't do it right. Can I be really honest with you? They're not gonna do it right. They're gonna do it better because they have been sent to you with gifts on the inside of them to accomplish the whole vision. And you don't carry the vision to do it yourself. The people around you are sent to you. If you're a company, a corporation, whatever, that you have them in you. And the people there need the permission to function. 
I don't know how many times I say that, but I say it so often, permission. Give people permission to function. That's empowering. It allows, watch, them to be more invested and develop themselves when you empower. And it's the hardest thing. 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 It's the hardest thing that I've ever done. It's the hardest thing. Why? Because you know what I think? I can do it better. I would never have done that. That's the dumbest thing. That's, I don't know why you did that. It's the hardest thing. I mean, simply tell your kids to clean their room, and when they do, they, you come back and say, why would you do that? You really think that's clean? It's the same concept. It's the same concept, because you always have a different perspective. You have something that's in you, your way of doing it, but then to trust and empower and give permission, it's the hardest thing to fight against the thought process that you are the best. Your way is the best. Your way is the only way. Do you know that to go to Disney World, and probably not the best example, but the Disney World, from this location, there are multiple ways to get there. And many of us would take one way or another way. And when somebody says to us that I would go down this way, hit Lexington and hit 75, somebody else would say, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You should go straight down 65. And then another person says, that's stupid. You should fly. <laughs> but wait a minute. What, yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, if you get so many opinions, now you created chaos and frustration rather than permission to function and grow and invest themselves into the ownership of something. And the ultimate goal is ownership. Ownership is a key component of leadership is you don't want people just to work for you. You want them to own the responsibility of it. It doesn't matter if you're a business or what. It, most people are looking for employees and I'm not looking for employees. I'm looking for people that have the ability to do what I'm called to do and they're called to do, to do it together to make a huge impact into the world. And whoever they are, I don't care where you come from, I don't care your ethnicity, I don't care your culture, I don't care your background, I don't care what's in you and what my job is to pull out of you everything in you, like Stacy said, just kick you off or go do what is in you. That's what we're supposed to do. It's hardest thing to do is empower them. Why? Because they do have some, some determination of success and failure. It's the hardest thing, but it's the most liberating and most rewarding thing when people discover who they are, when people begin to function and begin to grow and begin to strengthen themselves in their DNA. It's the greatest feeling as a leader when people like Stacy and Felix are traveling and they're doing and they have a vision to have a, a tent, a truck and a trailer and all of a sudden a tent, a truck and a trailer show up and then they get invites to go set up a tent with their truck and their trailer and it's the most rewarding thing that they are excelling at what they, they are supposed to do and here I am sitting back Go do Stacy. Call Stacy. Go talk to Stacy. I go meet with a pastor, and the pastor says, I want you, Pastor Terry. I said, You don't want me, bro. You want her. But I need your church. You need her. You don't need me. I will mess your mess up. Because I'm not, that's not who I am, but that's who she is. It's the most rewarding thing to know that we get a phone call. Pastor Terry, we need to talk to you. We need you guys to come and set up a tent. You ain't talking to me. You're going to go talk to her. But you're the pastor. I know. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> but I know who she is. It's the most rewarding thing. I give my worship leader the permission to choose the songs and make sure she hears God. Gives them permission to create and design. I'm not, I don't really care. 
Why? Because I have no longer been distracted by those cares to be able to work on the vision that's in my heart. And if you don't empower people, you'll be working in your business, you'll be working in your church, you'll be working in your organization rather than on. And there is a huge, vast difference of working in it and working on it. And as leaders, you're supposed to be working on it. Even while you work in it, you should be working on it. And so I wanna give you a few things. How do you empower others? If I could take six things here before lunch, and hopefully this blesses you and you're as hungry as I am. Amen, I'm hungry. How do you empower others? The number one thing to empower others is this, and and I'm gonna say this, is accept your role. My father-in-law, Jimmy Squires, he's the apostle of the church, pioneer of the church. He always said this, and I never understood it when I was younger, but I learned it when I got older, is he said this, you can't wear my shoes. And I thought, well, first of all, I know that. You're a size eight and I'm a size 10 and a half. So that didn't make any sense to me. Second of all, and this was when I was younger, you're old man shoes and I don't like old man shoes. So I wouldn't want to wear your shoes. I'm just telling you how my brain thought. I was like, sure, you're absolutely right, sir. I'm definitely not. But then I realized he wasn't talking about the actual shoes. Anybody else slow besides me? Because I was like, I don't want to wear those shoes. I don't like them shoes. Those are ugly shoes. That's how my brain was talking about. And so then I realized the fact is when you accept your role and you know who you are, nobody can replace you. Nobody can do what you're supposed to do. Somebody can be better than, but they can't be you. And the goal is, is to have better than people. He didn't design you to be the best. He designed you to be in leadership to empower people to be the best version of themselves. And better than is all into into perception or interpretation. And so it really doesn't matter what people think. It's just they're the best version of themselves. The interesting thing is my son, Elijah, who's right here, a lot of people say that, you know, he's your little mini me. And I don't disagree with that to some degree. There are some things he's not mini me on, but you know. (laughs) No, anyway, but he, he sounds like me, but I'm going to tell you, he's what, how old is he? 27? At 27 years old, he's better than I ever was at 27 years old. That is the purpose of leadership is he can be better than me. He can preach better than me. He can, he can whatever better than me, right? But he can't be me. I know who I am and he has to know who he is. And when you accept your role, this is my job. Stacy can preach better than me. Quentin can preach better than me. There's people that can preach better than me. And I'm okay with that. But I know who I am. I'm good with it. And I'm better off with them being better than me. And it's not about a comparison of who you like or don't like. It's knowing who you are. You can't empower people until you understand, I'm the visionary. I'm the leader. I'm not in charge, but I'm in charge. I am the one directing the ship. It's like this. Most people won't empower people because they're afraid that person will destroy your business or destroy your church. Nobody can destroy my church but me. I'm, I'm controlling it. I see, the, I see the, if the Titanic captain would have been smart enough to see the iceberg, he would have turned. Too busy eating doing something he wasn't supposed to do. So if I'm driving, I know where I'm going because I'm working on it and not in it. 
and I'm giving people permission to function, I'm gonna miss every obstacle that would sink my ship. You can't sink it. Empowering people have to release the idea that they'll destroy what God put in you. You have to accept your role, you have to, and they'll have to accept theirs. Welcome back, man. I hope you enjoyed that, that part of the conference. And I really wanted to hit a po- couple ports, parts about this. You know, when it comes to empowering others, it is the hardest thing to do, to release uh, permission to function with authority, to be able to make decisions. It is the hardest thing to do as a leader. Why? Because we as the leader, as I said in the conference, as I said there, it was we have ownership. And what we really want as leaders is those around us to take on ownership. We really do. I think you do. I do. I want people to act like this belongs to them. It's not my vision. It's a heavenly vision. And I want that to get into the hearts of people. Well, as leaders, if we don't know our role, just like I talked about, just like I, I, I established that in the, in that teaching is you got to know who you are. You got to know who they are. You got to know what your position, what your role is. And when you understand, understand that it's so much easier. It's not so much that they have to remind you, nor do you have to remind yourself. But when you know who you are, it is so much easier to function in that position. If you are the senior leader, I'm let me talk to the senior leaders for a moment. As I stated, you have to know who you are so you can work on the ministry or work on the business or work on the vision. In it and on it are two different components. The effort that you give to working in it will drain you to where you don't have time to work on it. You have to develop people to run with it so you can work on it. You have to get focused on it. What's our next step? Where is our, where, as the vision evolves, you know, vision doesn't just happen. Vision, when God gives you a vision, it doesn't just happen. It's God's plan for your life. You have to do something. Jesus came and in three and a half years, he developed 12 men. And we know there was more, but 12 men to fulfill what his ultimate purpose was is to preach the world to all the God, all, all creation, preach the gospel to all the world, right? So w- what we understand is he only, it took him three and a half years. He left and now look at us. We're all over the globe. It's the number one book of all, cre- all, all time, right? The Bible. So we understand that Jesus came to cast vision, right? Go into all the world and preach the gospel. He came to seek and save that which is lost. Let me use him for exa- for a moment. Still today, we're doing it 2000 plus years, you know, 2020 years plus, we're still doing it today. So think about it. You as the leader have to know who you are. And if you will uh, understand that you know who you are, and when you walk with the confidence of who you are, not arrogance, the confidence in who you are, people around you will respect you. I promise you that understand who you are, know who they are, but realize it's he who reads it runs with it. So when you let them run with it, uh, and we're going to get into it next episode and, and finalize this, when you give them permission to function, but you can never give people permission to function until you really accept who you are and realize you are the leader. You carry the vision. Yes, you own it, but your job isn't to run the vision. It's to empower people to let them run with it. I just challenge you with it today. It is the hardest thing to do, to empower people, to trust people, to relinquish authority to people. It's the hardest thing to do in leadership, but it is the most rewarding thing to do. So listen, I challenge you today. 
Know your role. Go discover it. Work on the ministry. Work on the business. Work on the organization. And let the people that are around you, that you've hired, that you've brought around you, let them work in it. Let them do their job while you do your job. That's my challenge to you. Hey, next show, we're going to bring you back into the conference. We're going to finish out the six points. And we're going to talk a little bit more about our ability to empower others. I call you blessed. And until next time, may the anointing of God get all over you to cause you to do everything God's called you to do in Jesus' name. Connect with Terry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help this message reach more people so together we can create anointed leaders all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're believing God with you and for you that whatever you put your hand to will prosper in Jesus' name.